This is Two Shy Guys a Mile High, and we're going to run it like through. Yo, 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 we are back. This is Two Shot Guys a Mile High, 2CGMH. You here with your player partner, P. Will, Mr. Feel Good. It's your boy, WB. Come fly with me, but you can't fly for free. It's your boy, Al Digger, the architect. Let's keep building together. How y'all feeling, man? You still, you still. I'm here with it, man. Listen, 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 listen. You're not listening, Linda. You're not listening, Linda. Speaking of listening, don't be listening to your boy. Yeah, you don't listen to your boy, man. Oh, I love y'all, man. Oh, we're aware of that. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, my goodness, man. With the needling, it always has to. We always got to give each other crap, man, because awareness is a big part of, you know. Just kind of understanding where you are in life and, and, and being true to who you are. Because if you're not aware of just who who you are as a person inside, then how can you really communicate that well to others? Because, you know, it's hard to set boundaries if you don't know that, you know, things are going on, like accountability. If, if you don't, you know, people can say something, do this, and you're like, ah, okay, I got it. But then when you come back to it, you have to realize that you aren't aware that you weren't performing that task you know what i'm saying so it has to be some type of nudge to get you out of whatever that is because we're gonna be some days we're gonna be on some days we're not you know what i'm saying and so we need that extra little oomph you know what i'm saying you guys always give that to me man so i appreciate I, that for real for real yeah because it got to be i mean ain't nobody gonna be on all the time but at the same time aware we didn't really check in with you how are you feeling bro i mean just it's, it's been a long couple of weeks bro you know what i'm saying just all the changes that are happening around us you know it's a lot to take in at once when it's everything is happening so fast and you know you want to stay committed and do everything that you can to do everything right but you know being aware stuff come up stuff happen man and you know we'd be talking a mess but i know at the end of the day we all execute on on, on very high levels of course you know what i'm course. saying and so that's why i know we just be we be laughing and having a good time about it so that's the that's the good part about it. Because some people be all like, man, you guys be talking smack. And they'll run off. And you be like, what's wrong with that guy? We just, that's just kind of what we do. But, you know, everybody grew up differently. You know, Chicago, you know what I'm saying? And it's tough out there, bro. You know what I'm saying? That 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 swivel got to be right. You know what I'm saying? And if you ain't, quote, unquote, hardened by the, by the environment, I mean, you're going to get sucked up in what's going on. And so I think that kind of leads into what we're talking about, just, just awareness of of hopefully yourself and what's going on around you so you know thank you for for that man because you can feel the energy it's like it's just it's been a long couple of weeks bro for yeah, real for real and just to just to let everyone know this episode we're going to be going into awareness how to shot guys a mile high how we navigate in our lives being aware and talk about situations and times where we had to use our awareness to get out of situations to get through situations to understand and to uh you know continue to excel so what about you, Will? How are you doing, man? I'm aware that I'm tired, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It's been back to back. Um, 
went to Vegas to celebrate my LB's birthday. Shout out to you, Sid. Shout out, um, shout out. That was a good sure. time. Then I came back, and then I'm going. I went to Louisiana to go visit my grandmama, who's 90. It's your birthday. That Whoa. was good. And then <laughs> came back from that, and then actually I was here for a weekend celebrate my wife's birthday. So shout out to her. And now birthday. we're leaving again next weekend because I got to go celebrate my boy's wedding and san francisco oakland area northern california so shout out to O, shout out to megan they about to get married so i'm I'm and on top of graduate i'm I'm aware that i'm tired you know um and just being aware that i can't do everything that i want to do so just having those internal battles about what i should be doing when i should be doing it and then those you know internal spiritual battles as well too because i feel that there's a knock at the door um call me to do something but i'm not actually listening to it and doing what I need to do. So um, as I go through that, we'll see what happens, you know? Wow. Hey, that's Speaking the first of, step, Come fly with me. Come fly wow. with me. Right, Jet setting out this man. But that, man, but you're aware of it, though. So you know <laughs> that at some point you're going you're gonna to have to do the self-care, boy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you got you to gotta fill your cup back up. So yeah. that's why, you know, you, you know. Hey, you know, you get to that ultra instinct at the end. He just ah, he had to. He couldn't finish. Yeah, he couldn't just, finish. It just uh, feels like I'm oh just. Uh, I get back, then I start to get on some type of routine, but I'm so tired trying to get back into motion. And then by the time the weekend hits, I still got something to do. So mm. it's not really just to recharge. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a a Tesla out here, not being plugged <laughs> into the wall. Um, I'm, uh, so just need to spend more time just just relaxing and chilling a little bit. Like you say, you got to get that refill, man. Every time you pour out a lot, man, you got to be able to charge yourself back up and get back into your zone, man. Because so. I pose up and I need a refill. Yeah, for real, man. <laughs> oh, man. But being aware of it, being aware that you need that type of self-care, being aware that you need that type of rest is where it starts. And uh, to, to get better, you got to know better. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then you got to be able to understand your body, how you feeling what type of time you need and what type of time, you know, what type of person you need to be as a husband and stuff as well. So, you know, it takes a lot of energy out of us. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to put the energy back in, stay charged up. What about you, P-Dub? Uh, man, I've been good, man. I've been I've been good, been blessed, man. We've just been, you know, doing well as a family, getting PJ all set up, man. He's been in, in high school, sophomore year, actually, with the people nice. in there. So, you know, just continuing to, uh, you know, get to know people, being a new cat out here and just P-Jizzle. trying to, you know what I'm saying, try to navigate his own path and I'm just trying to be there is that I'm you know I'm, I'm aware that he is different than I am so I'm just trying to understand and learn like yeah. his nuances what he's used to how he prepares and understands and listens and, and progresses and stuff so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do my best and be aware that everything won't happen just the way it happened to me uh, I understand other people take different routes so I'm just trying to help him from my experiences make him aware of things that are out there and uh, show him paths that that he might through, not be knowing through what I've experienced how it worked out for me mm-hmm. so I can't you know what I'm saying just being aware of like what he's going on and then also being uh, dealing with uh, Natasha and then what we're trying to do uh, you know as a unit and stuff and being aware of like things that she needs so it's just been mm-hmm. uh, like you said pouring out a lot of energy into you know the things that you're passionate in. Absolutely, and then just trying to make that you know manifest into what we're trying to make make happen. Yeah, you so see, I'm you see the fruits of the labor. You know real. what I'm saying? Like we we here tied or not, like we getting up here doing what we got to do because 
we aware that if we can help somebody with the lessons that we've learned, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then then that's the the outpour that that we've tried to uh, achieve, right? It's not yeah. a it's not like, hey, here we are. Hey, look at the accolades. Look at the fa-. no. It's we we've realized something as a unit that we all had commonalities, common visions to be able to take something to another level. Meaning, hey, people poured into us growing up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How do I honor that? I just I just go out here and I be I'm, I'm a good citizen. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm a good, good person. Story. You gotta be a good steward. Absolutely. Oh, you know yeah, I was able to actually go out there and celebrate uh, Mike Donia and Danielle getting married as well. Too. Hey! Celebrated the so I was able to be man. there, man. It was a real intimate thing and a uh, nice amount of people, but, you know, we, we had a great time and it was just a great experience. So shout out Mike, man, for uh, inviting me and letting me and the fam come through. And we turned it up for him. So. Man, obviously. Yes, Got sir. to. Got, man. Oh, come on. Got now. to. That's the come Oxbow on, fam right there, come man. On, you know man. what I'm saying? And, and just understanding just being aware of, of of your surroundings especially going to a you know to a wedding you're like man i'm in here you're not gonna turn them to the point where it's like ah you're gonna you're gonna be respectable have a good time you know no, leave. I turned up you know what i'm saying and just through covid you know it was you know it was an event where everyone's fully vaccinated and stuff so not saying that you can't get sick you know catch covid and stuff we just had to maintain and do it the way we could abiding by social guidelines and all that other mm-hmm. stuff but being able to make sure that they enjoyed their time and then we you know we get we shared an experience and nice you know it was just a you know beautiful experience just celebrating it man because mike's one of my very good homies mm-hmm. very good friends and you know he's always been a genuine cat so stand up dude stand up cat stand man, up so, dude, bro you real. know and so that's where it is i mean and 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 just going back to the oxbow fam you know correct me if i'm wrong though I don't think it was too many times where we just had bad experiences there, right? Well, like you I, had a couple of bad experiences guarding me. Wow, get out of No, I hear you, man. But I mean, but on the on the personality and people side, like I mean, there's a few knuckleheads that came through there, but it wasn't too bad. And I think that was unavoided by Bowen to not be aware of that yeah. and kind of know that that was a pillar of kind of community, and it just kind of. It kind of went away, but we still kept the connections with people, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? First of you know, just being from Chicago and stuff and having, you know, you know the 360, the swivel, like you said earlier, just been always, you know, just kind of be aware of your surroundings and knowing people that you may come in contact with, knowing, you know, we all from different places, the melting pot of Seattle is, mm-hmm. and, uh, but using that time as that, uh, the Oxbow being that, that, you know, center ground, that common piece that, you know, connected all of us, you know what I'm saying, collected to CGMH, you know, that's where, that's where it started, but, uh, just having that, uh, or space or that haven, you know, we Mm -hmm. all could come there and, and kind of share with each other, just kind of, you know, how we've been, and then it always started off with just the, the brotherhood, everybody just being, uh, you know what I'm saying, together and talking and chopping up and, seeing everybody around continuously still to this day is just kind of it, it you know it helps me in terms of wanting me to motivate and continue and yes. you know what I'm saying to build because i see everybody doing their own thing but you know we all came from a center point where we all wanted to get down on the court you know yep. and then going out and you see people like b still cuts my hair you know shout out b house and being aware that everybody plays a part in in your life and then you should also do the same thing for their life you should all be building on each other and help uplifting us all to be better men, better brothers, better spouses, better friends, better, you know, everything that we can be in each other's life. We need to do more of that picking each other up stuff and just supporting and continuing to, you know, help us achieve as black men, you know, minority men, yeah. women, you know, and, and how we link our networks around mm-hmm. helps us be more successful going further. Because uh, just 
where we all came from yeah where we all came from it just tells a unique story about ourselves and being able to unite it the way it has been it's just been something to think about and just to to appreciate you know what I'm saying just all different walks of life all meeting up at a single time and then look at what we're creating from this type of stuff yeah you know, we created a platform where we can continue to show this and, and, and showcase our talents and showcase what we going through. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, man, I mean, that, that says a lot. And, 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 and kind of putting this all together and a, a question I'm, I'm going to ask you guys is just different personalities, man. Different, different, like you said, different backgrounds, different, different beginnings, you know, humble beginnings, you know, some some you know maybe some privileged beginnings you know and, and everybody was able to come together on that court and i think it was like it's just it was a shared experience for folks and you know? we i was thinking about personalities man like did you did you guys ever take like personality tests at all or or did y'all ever think about taking those yeah. you know yeah i've taken them a couple times mostly for work activities that have been going on they um, try to do team building stuff so they say take different type of personality tests and if you do answer the questions truthfully, truthfully. I think they do paint an accurate representation of of you as a person person I right. did the disc assessment and I did another one where it broke down into like yeah, statistician like a lot of yeah. Lot just did. yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah that's no the reason I was asking because Mary and I just did just did ours and we did it's called the Enneagram and so it's like yeah. it talks about the nine different personality mm-hmm. styles and and like we we kind of sat down like it was we were supposed to do it for our birthdays but you know life happens and so we just said before our date night we wanted to do you know do that and have something to talk about at dinner right and so it was just interesting the results we got because it kind of it kind of was spot on a little bit right you know what I'm saying it started to kind of raise the, the the literally the awareness of kind of is is this hmm you know can I really be this me really you know gotta, so it starts opening up the the mind a bit of like maybe there's some things that I can work on if if this does have merit right maybe. I got a question for you does do you feel as if like that personality test similar to like Zodiacs and you try to relate to what the answer is given to you or do you feel like it's actually tailored enough for it specific to you or do you feel like you try to simulate to what you're getting yeah. in that and trying to help mold it into a united piece? No, that's fair. And I mean, and I and we've done the research on it, right? Because I my whole thing was I'm skeptical, right? Like you're gonna tell me this paper gonna just define me? Get out of here with this crap. But the the research has shown a lot. The one we took was the IEQ nine, which is like ninety five percent accurate. They use like algorithms. You can you know relate you know data. Yeah. They use a lot of algorithm, predictive modeling, things like that, and, and they take a different approach. It's like 177 questions. You know what I'm saying? It goes pretty deep, like 40 pages long. All right, how long did it take? It's That's like 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah. Because some of the questions, I mean, it's 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 like true, mostly true, somewhat true, not true. And it's you can go through it pretty quickly. I mean, it's, it wasn't that bad. And it was something that we it did together. And and it was it was it's a tool to help, you know, maybe build some awareness there of, of maybe some blind spots, right? So that's... And in my relationship, bro, I'm doing everything I yeah. can to to take it to the level that it needs to go, and that just takes, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, saying, "Hey, let's let's try this, let's figure this out," and you know, it's I, I think it, it started a great you know a great process. Yeah, for, I just know how my attention span is sometimes, and if I'm taking a personality test for 45 minutes, to me the answers start blending in. You feel, but I think That's they fair. do that on purpose too because you can't really. 
cheesy questions because they'll figure out a way to sneak similar questions in there that are close enough and you still have to answer and that's probably part of the process too Mm -hmm. um but yeah Yeah. that's why i was just curious to see because some of them are short some of them are long but yeah we did the pro one that was i think they all said like 177 but they go deeper with the pro one you know what i'm saying and and people use it as coaching coaching Mm -hmm. tools you know what i'm saying and and you know, I, I'm thinking about that. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that until we took it. And it was like, oh, are you a coach? Are you? I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. You because, a player? That's what you are. <laughs> a player, player from the Himalayas. A player coach. <laughs> Man, we always get back into being a player coach at, at Knoxville. But, but anyway, um, it was just hard to wrangle folks up to get, to get dues. But anyway. I digress. Um, no, but the personality test, man, was it, it just raised up a, a, just some conversation, right? You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what we all need to do to to even figure out, okay, what is it that I need from, you know, my crew, my, you know, my, my, my wife, my friends, my, my, my family? Like, it's hard to see that when you just live in your life, right? Because you can say, you know, you need to, I don't know, in a basketball example, you need to shoot more free throws, but you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm 75%. Ben but Simmons. You... Wow. <laughs> I the camp. Cool. What's up with these cats, man? man Is he not aware? Not, that's not uh, they ain't that. even into that. No. Yeah, we're not getting into that. Fair. Fair. <laughs> you need to be aware of some other things before you get back into the court, but hey, I'm, I'm glad you all started calling it out, though. You can't just sit back in the back and just let everything go and you don't want to report to camp. We a team. And you got to be aware that, you know, it's not all about you. Absolutely. So, um, I have a question for y'all. Um, yeah. I think that awareness is twofold. There's an internal awareness and external awareness. Mm. And from you all coming from Chicago, coming from a place where you got to be on point at all times. How was it when you first came from Chicago to Seattle? Did you feel a little sense of relief? Like you could relax? And then what do you notice about when you go back? trying to turn that back on and then coming back to Seattle, turn it back off? Uh, I would say, um, like, you know, if, if it's instilled in you, if you're from there, it's instilled into you and you never you never lose that. So, like, always, you know, I treat myself as, you know, I, I treat myself and I come off with the same person I be at all times, but I also am aware that, you know, anything can happen. In Chicago, you know, it gets painted as this city. It's a beautiful city, but it also has that rough. You know what I'm saying? But every place has that rough, so it's just yeah. about, you know... Understanding the rules of engagement, kind of knowing yeah. where to go, how to... How to, cause if how to you, carry if, yourself. How to carry yourself, right? Yeah. And that, that's where I think the heightened awareness comes from, because we always have to be like, all right, let me check my wardrobe. Let me... You know what I'm saying? You have to be intentional about a lot of the moves you made, because cats, if you if you move in Fugazi, man, cats is cats ain't having that out there. But like one, that. yeah, one thing I would say is though, uh, it did take me a while to let my guard down in yes. terms of, Absolutely. you know, saying how you come off to someone and how deep you want to get with someone, and that's something I still work on is just like how to make sure that you know, saying you just you just I'm already guarded based on just how I grew up and mm-hmm. just the experiences and the type of nature and environment that you grew up in. So. Shout out yeah. to Southside Riverdale. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Where are you from? It teaches you how you progress, but also just being aware that, hey, this is where I'm from. This is how I react to certain situations. But um, just being being open to new experiences and new life mm-hmm. and more life is just about uh, how you overcome that and how you uh, go about your day-to-day. So I would say I work on uh, how to open up and being more open to people and, and sharing more of my life because everybody wants to understand and, and, and relate to others so yeah. that's one thing that I do work on is just how to portray myself and let others know that 
this is who I am and this is how I go about my thing and yeah, that's good. Yeah. So shout out to you for that. That's why we encourage the listeners to listen to help you. You know what for I'm real, saying? For real, for real. You opening up from things that you're uncomfortable with, go ahead. No, but, but, but he's right, though. I mean, I think, you know, and I'm glad you posed that question, not being from Chicago, because instinctually, bro, like anywhere I go, like even as a father, like that's that's definitely went to another level of like I have to be aware of my surroundings, right? But oh, coming yeah. from Chicago, it was, it was just a different level because – you, all you hear is gunplay from at least four hours from I mean you hear sirens constantly and you know if if you're not a, attuned to like alright I need to move around 7, 8 a.m. because folks ain't gonna really be up on the street too much and cause, cause mis- misunderstandings tend to happen you know when you in a situation where you, you don't have as much uh, resources um, you know people scrounging for the same resources there's no um, there's no help you know, coming for folks, I mean, and you're getting the the police brutality you have to worry about, so the people that are supposed to save you, you know, you have a complex about that, and then it, it comes down to, you know, single black mother, you know, certain situations where you, you know, like I said, you don't have that father figure, so now how does that work out in your favor, yeah. or does it not? You know, so for me, it's, it's giving me a, a sense of awareness of just how powerful our black women are, right? Because oh, yeah. I've strong black woman you know what i'm saying my wife obviously strong black woman our women that we that we have strong black women right it's just we've we've come through so much and and to answer your second part of that question to come to seattle i i never i never stopped with the with the with the instinct all yeah. i did is understand how to taper it and toggle it yeah right you know what i'm saying like you said can i, t- I, I turn my swag on mm. turn my swag off i can you know what I'm saying? Let's go. I don't have to be in that in that super heightened mode every time because there's no growth in that. Yeah. That's that's a fixed scarce mindset. But if I but if I don't hold on to that piece of me, there at least that survival piece, then I'm out here just lollygagging and and, and just floundering and I'm not use, utilizing the tools in the that, race, that yeah, got me here. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm it's not all able about still that. And then it's it's the guidance as well. So being taught that, you know what I'm saying, having my mom and my father and then, you know, my brother and uncle living with us since I've been a shorty, they kind of showed me their footsteps and I was able to see through action and see through experience what they went through and how to mold myself and how to even be more, even more malleable in different situations right. and understand how to go about things and how to deal with the punches and make, you know what I'm saying, adapt to situations and adapt to environments you know it was all a culture shock it was all new so being able to pick up you know what I'm saying and continue to go and continue to kick ass like mm-hmm. we done in Chicago in another city I felt like it was more of a once I found my swag once I found my jumper it was wet you right, know what I'm saying right, you know right. you get on the court and you find your spot you pick right. and choose your spot and you're gonna get the from rock there. you're gonna get the rock yeah the team see you heating up you know and that's and that's what it is I think when we got here you know it was I wouldn't say it was easy. I think I think the fact that I was able to maneuver a little bit more than than most because I was aware of like okay this this situation looking looking weird here. Let me get out of here. But then, black man over yeah. here in this white neighborhood. I just, I'm just I'm just riding, you know. And I was like, wait wait a minute, these houses looking different. And then I see a lot more police activity. Yeah. I don't see too many black people. Oh, I need to turn around because this is not just just for where I'm from, right? I'm 23 year old guy coming out here. I ain't never been away from Chicago like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I gotta keep that that oh. But at that point it was it was based in fear. It was based in survival. But I mean, as I got to understand yeah. it more, 
some of that kept me alive. Yeah, you got to have some type of comfort zone where you feel safe, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I did feel more safe, you know what I'm saying, being able to lay your head at night Fair. as opposed to where I was at. So Fair. just being aware of the situation and where the actual, where you are as opposed to where you were, mm -hmm. it's all about growth. Yes, but I would want to ask you the same thing because you grew up in Denver, so y'all had, you know, near Columbine, yeah. that whole thing happened, and then moving to wow. FAMU down in, mm -hmm. in Florida, HBCU, so you go from Denver life to Florida life, then to Seattle life, so how mm -hmm. does it feel in terms of going through that type of change for yourself? I would say that um, after Columbine happened, my biggest thing was every time I went to school was just always trying to figure out like where the exes are. Yeah, oh. like so that that went up to a different level because you know, um, Yo, just knowing just knowing that you never know when it's gonna go down. So I was just always thinking, especially in places where at school there might be one exit or one way in, one way out. So just kind of thinking about that, you know, just from a general practicality point. Um, so that, I think that my awareness grew from that. And then going to Florida, I think it was just my awareness of who I am as a person and who I am as a black person and just trying to, you know, get acclimated to that type of culture because mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's necessarily culture shock, but for me, it's like, I, I was always cool with black people, but I lived in the suburbs. So just trying to find myself in terms of internally who I am. And then meeting others um, like-minded at HBCU, trying to figure out who am I as a person and not trying to do too much to fit in, you know, like just making sure that I'm just me and I don't have to, I don't have to come from the streets. I don't have to come from a different background, just yeah. me being me. Um, hmm. So there's that aspect. And then that was cool. And I got acclimated to that. And then I come out to Seattle and, you know, it's totally different again because there's not that many black people out here. There are some, but not that many. Yeah. So going from, you know, Littleton around the Columbine area to going to Florida at HBCU to where it was like black, 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 all black, everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and coming out here, it was another adjustment. When did you, you come out here again? Um, just for the listeners. So I came out sake. here. What was that? 2008, February. Okay. So yeah, that's a yeah. Yeah. So that's when I came out here and, you know, um, I find, but I think it works towards my advantage too, because it's easier for me to blend in in any situation. Mm. Um, in terms of social chameleon, you know, fair, fair, like, I feel fair. like I can blend in. I can and your personality into yeah. that too, you know what I'm saying? So from what I've seen, you always been just, you know, you've been you've been like an ambassador, bro. Like it's nothing bad about that. Like you come in the room, and we all have three distinct personalities that we can come in and command the room, be present. And, but we don't have to run the show like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I think that's why I say we, we've, we've grown as men, right, and brothers because of that awareness that we have for each other and that awareness that, you know, if I give Phil the Rock, all I got to do is throw it up there. He's going to go get it. You know what I'm saying? I throw you the, I throw you the dime, Dub. You're going to go ahead. It's, it's, it's liquid. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And so I think that just comes with the continuous growth that we've just all had uh, as brothers, right? Um, we've been able to see each other grow. We've been able to, you know, be there for each other in, in tough times. And, they, and they're going to be some tough times, you know, um, especially during this pandemic. Right. We've mm -hmm. been we've been solid. You know, like I said, all BS aside, we've been steady, consistent, tired or not frustrated. You know, ain't, whatever the emotions are, we've been here giving it our all because we know that's what it takes to get to the next level. Why? Because we continue to fail at certain things and we got it at a certain point. Like, oh. Well, if I just if I just do a little earlier, ah, 
that's but that comes with an awareness of I need to there's something that I have to do mm-hmm. the victim mentality is gone now it's not oh well uh, I threw the pass up and well you could have threw the pass a little bit better bro yeah. you know what I'm saying you threw the pass away over to the left side I, I was going right so you know what I'm saying when you start taking that accountability piece that which is huge and start and start bringing that accountability back to you that's that self-awareness piece and you start making intentional decisions that's the conscious mind now you able to move and do the, do the things you want to do. Is it possible to take accountability for a situation for the actions that you took, and even though it was the whole overall the whole situation wasn't their fault, if that makes sense. So if I did something, I say, all right, I made a mistake. I admit to my actions that I took, but overall in the situation, overall it wasn't necessarily your fault. Mm-hmm. So is it possible to hold that type of view and be like, you know, I'm taking accountability for my actions, but really it wasn't my fault. Yeah, I think you can just be aware of the situation and and just understanding that things didn't work out to how you thought they were and just saying that, hey, I took a part into it, but it only comes down to if other people accept that. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about that. Because, you know, we all have situations that we go through, but, you know what I'm saying, you're only responsible for the things that you can control and the things that you were supposed to make happen and you agree on in the situation. So Mm -hmm. if you feel at peace with it enough to say that, hey, it came down to this and I at fault for this thing and this mm-hmm. it happened to happen like this i feel like uh yeah you can only control your controllables and if you admit to it and you feel at peace with it but within yourself other people just got to understand if they accept it or not let me let me take it from a leadership perspective because i know what you're talking about let me take it from if if so, you give somebody the assignment and they just you know you did all you could to give them everything to make it work and they just blew it you know you're still accountable for the 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 leadership you got to report to mm. you know what i'm saying so now to with them they you know they dropped the ball right you can you know they have to hold themselves accountable but like for your your senior staff it's like or your the people that's over the leadership that's over you you still have to go and say yo that's my fault mm. right you know what i'm saying so i'm saying like it depends on the situation but if it's like it's one-on-one me and you we just straight up like you can say that maybe i didn't maybe i didn't explain it right so maybe mm-hmm. i'm gonna take that accountability piece but as far as the task not getting done, then no. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I could've, like I said, maybe I could've threw the ball to the right a little bit better for you to make it easier. Then I'd hold that part of me accountable versus mm-hmm. you just, you didn't do the job. No, I'm not taking responsibility for you not finishing. But if I didn't throw you the rock right, then I have to take accountability for that part of yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Does that answer the yeah, question? I think, yeah, I think so. Is it, Cause I two ways, it's, it's yeah. got a couple ways that I was looking at it from, like I said, leadership where you're gonna have to be accountable whether that person you give them, like I said, you give them the whole playbook, do this, this, and this, but if they don't do it under under your leadership, you are still accountable to the person above you as leaders. Would it be your perspective on that? You know what I'm saying? I, um, I, I think it's weird. Sometimes I think that it sends a, a different message to yourself because how can you once say that um, you're responsible for X, Y, and Z actions, but overall you're not at fault, you know what I'm saying? But the but the growth part though, right? Like like I'm just let me stay on the leadership piece because it'll be a little because one on one I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Like we just you just you just didn't do what it was supposed to be done. But when we talk about let's say an organization where it's you got you got two way accountability. I mean you got mm-hmm. a, a, like three four way accountability. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, I could put everything on the table. X Phil do this, Will do that. Will you did it? Not from an organizational perspective, Phil didn't do his part, mm-hmm. right? At this in this example, so oh, I still have to. Didn't he tell you don't fumble oh, the bag? 
You get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Use yourself in your example. Yeah, Vis- please, thank well, the, you. It's okay. time stamped right okay, here. Okay, you the leader this season okay, five. Listen, you the leader. Okay. You the leader. No, I, you no. give me the task. Okay. There I don't do it. Okay. Thank Phil you. Phil do the task. Okay. That's it doesn't right. matter. The example's still the same. All right. Oh, it, that's different now. Okay. Phil fair. did the task. We talk about the final outcome <laughs> of the of the example, but. <laughs> hey, season five, bro. What you trying to come at me, architect? Oh, my I thought goodness, we was building, man. man. You trying to tear it down, man. This is, this, this is an example. We need a new architect around here. <laughs> so I'm looking Yo, on Indeed. I'm looking on. No, no, <laughs> stay, 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 stay. Oh, there's no. Keep, keep the point. Keep the point, though. So I, I fumble, right? Okay, yes. here it goes. Phil doesn't fumble for sake That's of right. argument, right? That's right. You still are going to be accountable for not getting the task done, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know you did everything you could. Like I said, you had all the resources given to us. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, I got sick, whatever. I didn't I didn't do it. Phil did his job. You mm-hmm. still need my piece to do the thing. You still got to report to your leadership and say, yo, we, we didn't finish this task. Mm-hmm. Your accountability is, it is. You just let them know. But you you ain't going to say, I'll drop it. Because you, you as a leader, mm-hmm. how that don't make, it doesn't make it better. You got to shield your yeah. employees. As a leader or your team as a leader, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I say it could be kind of weird because you can't just sit here being QB1 and be like, the team lost, but I was balling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't yeah. work like yeah. that you still took that L. Team, it's so, an right. L, it's an L. <laughs> because I think, like I said, it's just a, it depends on the sometimes the situation, but accountability is still there, right? You know, so I'm that's a good log, question. I'm in the locker room talking about. Coach we need to play better. Y'all need to play better. I showed up today. <laughs> no, Coach, your team lost. You are accountable for your team. And L is an L, man. You just yeah. got to work on all your team and how to make it better at the end of that day. You want to hear how Al fumbled the bag? Tune in on the next episode of 2CGMH to find out.